Ladies and gentlemen, um, before and everybody else in between and outside the lines, I would like to say that while I'm doing this uh, here recording on today, I have somebody that might be fixing my sink in the kitchen because you know we're at home here and I can't help that because I don't run the maintenance department in this apartment building. But I do want to bring on today's guest. And while I do that, girl, please don't be mad because I'm going to read straight from this here. I went ahead and Googled your ass. Not, oh shit, I can't find it, girl. I put it up. Where did it go at? Oh, here it is. <laughs> okay, get ready for this. Because this, I, I, I mean, for a second, I didn't know who this bitch was. And then I went, oh shit, yes, I do. Ladies and gentlemen, let me read this for you on the interwebs. Emmy-nominated Southern Loudmouth Aaron Gibson is an expert at mixing social commentary, political satire, and vagina jokes into neat little comedy packages. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome her on to the show. Here she is, Erin Gibson! Vicky, you know what's so sad? I, I, I can't send any packages right now. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Actually, I have packages I have to send out. I found some grandma candy, the little strawberries with like the green little twist top. And I'm going to send them. Are they they nice and gummy? Yes. They they haven't been inside a purse for too long, but girl, I can put them somewhere safe. (laughs) How are you on today? You know, I'm just like keeping it, um, keeping it right in the moment. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, girl, that's all we can do. How else can you do it? Well, you start talking about the future and then, which is ironic because like, I feel like that's, that's like your wheelhouse is the future. Right. It's like Biscuit. using. <gasps> <laughs> My dog is yelling. He's under the bed yelling at the plumber. I'm sorry. This is real life, people. <laughs> this is real life. Biscuit. This is not Instagram. <laughs> right. This not Instagram. I'm not going to put no filter on this shit. This, <laughs> this is what this is. Uh, Vicky, I, I don't know if you know this, but I l- ran away from L.A. and I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which right. is like the is like the ground zero for tarot, for witchcraft, for. No, you know, I did not yeah, know yeah. this. And now I'm excited because last night I was just talking to my friends about wanting to go on a road trip for my birthday coming up. And well, I if you want to be surrounded by rose quartz and the energy of a, of a million aliens, come yes. on out. <laughs> yes! Uh, oh, my God. First of all, see, I don't know what that noise is, but we're going to talk to God and hope it's all right. Um, it, it, I'm doing great. Aliens might be in my kitchen right now. Uh, I was talking, I was looking through the stuff. Bitch, this name of this book, Feminasty, got me right together. What? What this book? Good. Girl, what okay, is this so basically, book? it's like, um, well, I don't know where you grew up, Vicky. In Jersey. We're I'm from Jersey, girl. Oh, so you wouldn't get this. Okay, so in the <laughs> South, I'm from Texas. They raise real ding-dongs. And so it takes, because you don't have access to like a city like New York or LA, you know, you don't have access to information. So it's a, it's a, it's a nasty-ass, curse-filled entry for women who kind of think that they have a problem with the way that the world is fucked up, but don't quite have words to put to it. Yes. Yes. So that's, I'm giving them the, I'm giving them their roadmap to, to free thinking and understanding that their body is their own business and, you know, stuff like that for people who've been brainwashed like me. I'm very here for this because one of my missions in my twenties was to give other people permission to be themselves. And I feel like that's very what that is. Like girl, that's all it is. It is what it is. Listen, everybody has bodily functions. Get into it. Get into it. 
<laughs> Embrace oh, they, it. it. Fully. Like, like fully. Oopsies happen. <laughs> and you allowed to be a hoe, okay? I th- are you single, girl? What's going on? I think you're married. I'm, I'm, it's my second marriage. Oh, got to be more careful. I'm a big old hoe. <laughs> My my favorite advice to people, especially when they just get single, I tell them to put their pussy in the wind. Put your pussy yes. in the wind. Somebody going to pick up the scent and catch it. I promise you. You don't know what you're going to snatch with it. Right. It, <laughs> you might. Aliens. <laughs> if you're <Okay>. lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Girl. Oh, my God. Clementine, did I tell you I saw another one outside? Yes. I saw. <laughs> okay. So I be looking at the sky every night. And it's weird in L.A. because all of a sudden... The skies are real clear at night, and you can see everything. So, girl, I'm looking up, and I just see a grain of rice. Like, nothing. It looked like a grain of rice in the sky floating on by. And I'm like, what is that? And it it went for a while, and then it didn't really, like, fly straight. It did, like, these swoop-dis-swoops. And then I'm like, that can't. There's no way that's a plane. (laughs) There's no way that's a plane. And then it disappeared. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Okay, I'm going to go inside now. I don't know if I trust myself. (laughs) Also, that weed was great. (laughs) <laughs> that that part. Don't blame the weed. That was a I, that was a real visit. I mean, it was, but I was just in a place to receive it. That's what I'm saying. Because if oh I'm, yeah, if I wasn't in the right place, I might have been like fuck this and not seen some shit. Which I'll take because your blessing. weed brain is like, yeah, there are no rules. Right. <laughs> that part. Right. Oh, I like surprises. Don't catch me on another day though, because I don't like surprises all the time. No, you gotta be in the mood. Yeah, I I need to know a surprise is coming. <laughs> The whole point of a surprise. <laughs> don't you don't have to tell me what it is. Just tell me that it's happening. It's more than a bitch, right? Yeah. Because I well, can't. I can't promise my reaction is going to be great. I don't know if you have anybody like this in your family, but my mom gives birthday presents like this. She orders it. She has it sent to your house. Then, before it arrives, she texts you with a picture of it, tells you what it is, tells you everything about it, and you're like, okay, so I'm going to unwrap it, and now I'm going to know exactly what it is? Yes. my mom Just send it not on my birthday. That part. My mom sends me gifts on Mother's Day. I'm not going to get into why, but... <laughs> but you yeah. made her a mother. <laughs> that part. She goes, um, the last time she sent me something, she goes, oh, you have something in the mail. Okay, next day. Well, it's this, and make sure you get it at the door. Okay, the next day. Did it come? Because I told him to come. Well, let me, here's the link, and here's the phone number, because I feel like, Mom, what's the point? Call UPS, find out the tracking number. <laughs> right. Okay, Joyce, thank you. I love my mom. She's on my pillow. Look, they can't see this at home, but I'll show you. She sent me a pillow of herself. Oh, my God. <laughs> and my dog. I'll post it on my Instagram. because. Oh, my is, God. Wait, that's your dog? Yeah, this is Biscuit. Oh, and this is my mama Joyce. Don't we look the same? You actually do. And the fact that you have dark rim glasses on really, really pulls the link together. Now, Biscuit, there's a you're going to be very upset, but there is a neighbor out here who also has a white curly haired dog named Biscuit. Oh, I, but no, Biscuit. I'm not upset. This is Joy. I love multiple Biscuits. I was talking about I want to get Biscuit cloned. You should. Because if Biscuit goes, because, you know, they leave before we do. I was like, yeah. oh, no, I'm going to have another one. I'm a bar- Barbara Streisand, his little ass. I'm going to have, like, three, four little Biscuits lined up. And because his name is uh, Mr. Happy Biscuit, the 99th, I figured we can work in reverse and go, the next one will be the 98th. And we're going to work our way down to one and I then like call it, it done. <laughs> Benjamin Button's way. Yeah, I right. love it. We go backwards, okay, bitch. I should probably get into these cards for you because I feel like okay, that's I'm what this- very excited. That's what this Can show is about. Can I see what about. deck you have? 
Yes, I have the deck that's, let me do it like YouTube, from the Ooh. actual show here. It's just oh, playing I cards. Oh, I love it. The <laughs> Doing Great with Vicky Vox playing cards available on Podswag.com. And <laughs> they're just playing cards. I mean, I also do play with them. I love the art. It's, it was actually done by his, um, what's it called? Picks by Bark. I can't remember the name, but his name is Chris Barker, and he's actually a fan, and I've been talking to him on the Twitter, so he did this. It's lovely. I love it. Yeah, he's You know it was done with love, then, when it's someone who's who listens to the show. That's what I'm saying. That's What What are you drinking over there? Water. Oh. It's fun. I'm at 7,000 elevation, and I'm next to the surface of the sun. That sounds wild. <laughs> it's crazy. There. I, okay, have you ever heard? You've seen those murder hornets, right? Yes. Okay, there's a thing out here that's not a murder hornet, but looks like a mur- murder hornet. It's called a tarantula hawk. Oh, no, thank it's you. It's a straight up no. three inch thick insect. No, thank you. No, ma'am, Pam. I got to go. Nope. It nope. is the surface of Mars up here. <laughs> Listen, do you have a pet? Biscuit tries to eat bees. And it's oh, that's ter- not that's not good. <laughs> Girl, it terrifies me because he's over here like chomping at him. And I'm like, if that little fucker stings you, Biscuit, I don't want to see you walking around with a swollen ass side face. Uh, Although there is, there was this, whatever. Now I just read the internet. I just read dog memes all day now. There was a, there was a me, there was a, a video of a dog who had eaten a bee and it, it looked sad, but it also looked kind of cute, you know, right. with those chipmunk cheeks. <laughs> right. It was like, oh, you poor thing. My dog's a true asshole. He is Joe Pesci in a tiny, his head's too big for his body. He's put put together in the lab wrong. I found him on <laughs> on Santa Monica Boulevard. He doesn't trust any, he's a true X-Files, trust no one. Like he... I'm so here for this. I'm so here for this. I Biscuit's a little scraggly himself. He's from the streets of Bakersfield. (laughs) Oh shit, that's even more hardcore. So he that's why he have an attitude problem, just like his mother, just like me. We bark first and then say sorry later. (laughs) I like that attitude. That's see now that's the attitude that makes makes the East Coast the kind of people who scream at a lady for not wearing a mask in a grocery store and shaming her out of there. Right. <laughs> right. I like I'm, that. I'm very glad I grew up on the East Coast and then moved to the West Coast so I could learn to chill out because it's hard to, like, pick up your pace. <laughs> it's, it's, it's easier to slow it down. <laughs> okay. Let's talk more about you and get to know you. See, these are not okay. tarot cards, and I like to tell people that, like, there's no positive or negative meaning. It's usually just an awareness of abundance or an awareness of lack or lack of awareness. And it's just about shifting your perspective on some stuff. I like it. So while we talk about this, if things come up, bring it up. Like, let's do it. If it really connects with you, tell me. If it does not, please tell me because that way I can figure out what I'm trying to say. Let's go there. <laughs> Basically, I could just make it up as we go along. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, I'm new. I'm very new to astrology because I have a friend who's like dick deep in it. And yes. she <laughs> is the reason that I'm in Santa Fe in the first place. Yeah, well, so she she like kind of she took me. I went to a tarot reader in, in Austin. My dad was really sick. He had cancer. Yes. And I was like, I don't know what to do with him because I, I feel like he can't stay in Houston. And she we just we just talked it out for an hour. And then I came out with a plan. 
And wild. it was crazy. The plan wild. was crazy. But now I'm like a full, full frontal believer. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's wild because basically people use it or they blow it off as like an excuse to why we behave a certain way or whatever. But then it's actually a whole set of tools for you, kind of like therapy, to figure out how to move forward. To like, I agree. It's talking it out. Yeah, and I feel like anything that does that, I'm really here for. I mean, that was the whole point of this damn podcast, was to tell people, you know what, we've all been through some shit, some pretty wild shit. Some of it's hilarious, some of it's painful, but we've all been through some shit, and you know what, we're fucking doing great. <laughs> yeah, you're here. Right. You're here. You're still standing, damn it, or sitting, or whatever, or some people can't do it either, but you're here. So, come on. Okay. Real quick, hold a little intention in your heart, like something you want to okay. question about or you want some clarity, okay? And I'm going to shuffle it maybe two times. We're just going to do two times because that's all I feel like doing today. That's all I got. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Girl, it's quarantines. We got to take what we can get <laughs> from the government. We got to take it from the government. <laughs> okay. Now you tell me, send me my money. <laughs> right. Send me my money. Run it, bitch. It's my money. <laughs> I gave you my money. Now I want it back. That part. Okay. This is going to be really fun. I, this whole day. Thank you for being here. Thank you for this. I'm so I'm excited. I've been looking for the... I, hey, I showered for this, so... <laughs> and I'm me even in the same room. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for washing your ass to be a bunch of hundred miles away. Thank you, you clean bitch. <laughs> okay. I smell like roses, and it's thanks to you. I smell great. I'm, I mean, I can't... You know, I don't remember the last time I smelled myself. I don't go around smelling myself. Do you smell yourself? No way. Uh, by the way, I started, I haven't shaved my underarms since quarantine. I've never even seen my underarms with hair because as soon as it started coming in, I was shaving it off. I like it. You like your hair, girl? Yeah. Do it. I'm here for it. It's very Parisian. Actually, I have French family and I don't remember any of them not shaving. Really? Yeah, they all shaved, but like, okay, cool. <laughs> but you know, I, well, we could just say it's European. They'll they'll go into yeah. it. Yeah, it's very it's very fifteenth century of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how, okay. <laughs> Bad time for everybody. Fifteenth no, century. I, I was just trying to think of what they had going on then, and I'm like, I think we are doing great. Like, I can just handle- shitting in buckets. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about that. Okay, listen, we got to get to the cards. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay, she's quick one, this one. All right. I'm going to lay them on I'm an down. Aries. I like to get to it. <laughs> oh, you're an Aries. Ah, oh, yeah. shit. I was just talking a bunch of shit about an Aries last night. Ooh, tell me. <laughs> well, let me, I'll simplify it because. I just wonder if they're the same things that I, people would complain about me for. <laughs> Aries tend to be a bull in a china shop. And they, Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tornado energy. Right. It's not it's not their fault. It's they're kind of like the teenage sign of the zodiac, wherever they are in life. <laughs> they're kind of like, no, fuck this. Da-da-da-da-da. Why I'ma do it this way. And it's just kind of like that's just their <laughs> the angsty energy they have. <laughs> and it's only quite a um a moment for me because I'm a cancer. I'm the mother sign. <laughs> Of the Zodiac. So I'm like, girl, that's not the way. Okay. I'll just love you through it. <laughs> I'll wait till you come around, till you cool down. Right. Right. I'm not the problem here. I'm here to help. Okay. <laughs> oh, and Aries love to say no. Right. No? Right. No. But And the thing is, they're actually like rays of sunshine. Actually, what I would say is they're fucking rays of sunshine. <laughs> 
They're gonna love you till you suffocate. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I hear the I hear the plumber man going at it over here. So if you hear it on this recording, you're welcome. I can't welcome. hear anything. Oh, well, we're doing great. <laughs> okay. Enough about all that bullshit. This is for you. And the card that comes first is the nine of spa days, you see. The nine of spa days. That is in the position that it's in when I do this little Celtic spread ass thing. The nine of, it's, it's the area where you are right now. Like what you came to the table as. Okay. The nine of spades is gross when it comes to thinking and communication. So let me turn it over to see if this is something you actually wanted. No, this is something that's happening to you. <laughs> this is kind of what the T is right now. It's growth. Like you're just ear forced to grow right now in the way that you communicate with some people and that your thoughts and communication are one and the same. Does this feel right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is I, I, mean, I honestly like I, I feel like this is not just something that's happening for me. This is a collective growth right now with everyone being like. How can I be clear with my thoughts? Because I'm talking to people over the fucking internet. Yeah. How can I make, how can I not, how can I remove all the bullshit from what I'm saying? Right. And right. how can I connect with people who I really actually care about and not connect with people who I think I should care about or I think I should be, like all the shoulds seem to oh, be like that's going a big away. one. That's a big one. There's no should have. There's no like, I, I have to for anybody else. Nope. Not in this time. Nope, this is... It's like, I like you, let's let's be let's be friends, let's connect. There's none of the... All the bullshit of, like... And you probably... You know this since moving to the West Coast. The West Coast is full of, like, ob obligation friends or, like, friends who you're just like, I guess I should go to lunch with you. Oh, I don't on. want to. <laughs> yes, but here's the thing. I agree with that because I... No, he's actually doing something over there. I'm going to pray because UFOs might be landing in my own kitchen at the moment. But <laughs> What if we just see, like, water at the bottom <laughs> of the screen? <laughs> Girl, I'm going down. <laughs> okay. Send a Titanic rescue. Bitch, I forgot what we was talking about. Oh, we're talking about communication and, and growth with communication. And Shit. How the world's kind of going through it right now. Yes. Everyone's trying to be a better communicator and, like... I mean, it's it's true, and I feel like everybody has to take the time to do that right now. And if you're not, then you're probably going to hit some walls <laughs> when this when this is all over. <clears throat> oh, it's good. You're going to be in a bad place because no one's going to put up with your bullshit. Nobody, because nobody has time for it right now. We all have our own shit right now, and it's not like we all we have to acknowledge the fact that Miss Rona is here for all of us. Like she is here to fuck up all of our lives. And get us together. In one way or another, now is the time you can see all the shit that is in your life because you have to deal with it now. There's no, like, going out and escaping it. There's no, like, keeping up fake friendships. I don't have time for that. I really don't have time for people who are not here for me. And you know how they say, <laughs> when they go, you'll really see who's there for you or, like, who's a real friend? Don't put that, for me, I had a hard time with that because don't put that pressure on me to be somebody that I can't even be for myself right now. So while, yes, you are correct, I also don't have my shit together for me. So, like, please don't hold that against me. How can I be there for you? Right. That's that's a really healthy way to look at it. I Instead mean, of me, who's like, you're dead to me. You haven't FaceTimed me. You're dead to me. Right. It took me a second because I when I realized, like, this person didn't reach out, and I went, oh, you know what? I didn't reach out to them either because I'm kind of going through something. So let me go ahead and be the first one because you got to sometimes you got to do that. But speaking of relationships and feelings, the next card is your immediate challenge. 
and we can mm-hmm. talk about it. It's the King of Hearts. King of Hearts. Yes, the King of Hearts. And so it crosses you. This is your immediate challenge when it comes to your um, growth in thinking and communication. That is wise, tolerant, diplomatic, feeling, and patient. So as an Aries. <laughs> Did you say Aries, impatient or patient? No, I said patient. Okay. <laughs> As an Aries, this might be the challenge. This might be the challenge because... Always and forever. (laughs) I don't know that there's always the patience when it comes to the way other people do things. (laughs) No, I don't. I I never... By the way, my ex-husband, who I'm still friends with, so this is not a dig, but he used to... My last name's Gibson. He used to call me Hasty Gib because I would just (laughs) pop off just in instant re- like full fire reaction to stuff and i and i know i know that's a huge problem of mine and i'm it's, and i it's also will be like it's not a problem it's just what it is <laughs> it's what it is but i think it's like look at a certain point like you can change your personality to a degree you're always going to be that person but like at least be aware of it and be like yeah you know i have this asshole gene that makes me do this thing and i'm really sorry but i know that i have it listen i have it too but my problem is it's almost the exact opposite I will bite my tongue and hope that you get my passive aggressive um, everything (laughs) for like six months. And then I'll be like, you got to go. Matter of fact, you just have to die. (laughs) That's it. You got to go. Okay. That's icy. (laughs) Well, yes, I am very icy. And I think it comes from something that we just going to be a therapy session. I think it comes from something in my childhood where like if something was too much, I couldn't address it because one, nobody believed me. And two, I would get my ass whooped for it. So I just said, oh, yeah. Oh, please. I came from a belt family. (laughs) Right. Right. Like you don't you don't step out of the line. (laughs) No. So I, I, I learned somewhere in childhood that like, you know what? If there's a problem, there's no problem because I got this. So bye. And that was just how but I did it. But here's the middle. Here's what, this is what's so fucked up. Like you become an adult and you just like have these, these terrible coping mechanisms. <laughs> yes. But then there's this amazing middle that's like, somebody says something fucked up to you that they don't even know that they're doing. At, at, at no point have you ever thought there's an option to go, hey, that thing that you said, that was kind of awful. <laughs> like that seems like right. it's never an option but it is right. it completely is C- it's called communication and <laughs> sometimes take a moment yeah that's it it takes a while to get there for me like then i can be like you know what that thing you said three months ago <laughs> i can bring it up then do you remember now, <laughs> i know you don't remember but i still remember so i have to talk about it now <laughs> that's the tea okay let's get back to you okay the card over here In your distant past, I used to tell people, even on this podcast, that it was like five years ago, but it's all moved up a bunch because, you know, we all shared a collective trauma. So all of our timelines have shifted closer and like frame of reference has all shifted closer. You have in the distant past, so we're like three or four years ago, you have the Jack of Hearts. This is great because that to me says there was an opportunity to fall in love easy, extra romantic and like chatterbox situation three, four years ago. Does this connect with you? Well, I met my husband in 2012. Oh, shit. Okay. But let me tell you what I think this actually means. So, because <laughs> yes! I don't think it's I don't think it's like a boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend, no, whatever. No. I don't think it's that. 
my dad and I had a very strained, strained relationship. And that wasn't strained for any particular reason. My dad's just very reclusive and is very, very, he's ex-military, but he's also like a poet. So he's got this like yin and yang part to him. And that never got expressed in like affection or calling or checking in and all stuff. And so, and he's very sensitive. And so when he got sick, our relationship totally changed and we became really really close okay yeah when did he so get I sick i think that's actually about that he's not and my dad's not a mean guy my dad is just like my dad my dad had a, like such a sad childhood like he oh. went to military school his mom used to drop him off at Grauman's chinese theater all day when he was like five <laughs> years old oh, like no. fucked up hollywood shit you know what i mean god bless and, him his dad was an LAPD officer in the 50s and just like, you know, just rough, rough people raising him. Yeah. Um, my grandpa, bless his heart, like he he has a soft side, but like also can't show it. He started showing it like later in years. And I also we had we had an amazing relationship at the end of his life, too. So there's these like really toxic kind of men in my life who I have really just committed myself to. and. We got through that kind of shit, you know? Yeah, um, that's really rad. I wish that, I mean, I had had that with the <laughs> paternal figures in my life. They all seem they to They have get... to be willing to be to do it, though. That, that part. There has to be a little tiny, tiny dandy baby spark that you can just, like, throw ca- kerosene on. <laughs> right. My, they seem, in my world, they seem to go the opposite direction. They start off really great. <laughs> then they all kind of went down the shitter real quick. <laughs> well, that's very, you know, that's totally normal. Like, basically, men get more conservative the older they get because. That makes sense. They've been given so much from especially white men they've been given so white cisgendered straight men like they've been given so much and so when they're older they, they start realizing their limitations or like their money's going away and all this stuff and they become <laughs> right. dicks right and they Ooh. become scared right okay I gotta I gotta bring us back to this card because it's actually really okay. great and it has to do more with that this whole like emotional growth and shit you have in your recent past the nine of hearts and so that's like six months till now there's been a lot of growth in your emotional relationships with people that whole connection to your own emotional body and you i mean you're eloquent as fuck bitch you saying exactly it you're really there this is exciting to me i love somebody that sounds like they've been in therapy i really do oh i've used to fucking (laughs) camp out of therapy yeah Oh, I really love it because. Well, you know, I got to a point where I was, I went to therapy and then I was like, oh, my therapist ain't doing it for me anymore. That part. Yeah, that happens. (laughs) That happens a lot, actually. You know? I feel like I've done a lot um, of the meditations and stuff. I'll be sitting here thinking about things. You know, I I might have said this on the podcast the other day, but I don't really remember who I'm talking to anymore because, you know whatever this is rona um i was i had like a dream like or like as i was falling asleep i had these intense memories of like being scared as a kid or like abuse as a child and all i could do like in that time is like i was reminding myself to breathe and i went you know what i'm gonna give that little person a hug girl i did it in my dream i was like i'm gonna give this little person a hug and tell them you know what hold on hold on because you get here. So hold on. And I, I just remember this. And I remember like, 
It wasn't even a sob. It was like a breath out. Oh, like a release. Yes. And I was like, this is wild because therapy didn't even get here. <laughs> What's well, crazy. I think your when your brain starts working stuff out at night like that, it's even Ooh. deeper because you're because you're not even aware of it. You're just like fixing it. Yeah. You're fixing it, it when you're not even awake. And it's it's wild because I don't I also don't know if it was actually a dream or if it was that like half awake. I'm kind of rolling over kind of thing. <laughs> so well, your brain's really just working th- shit out. Yes. My brain apparently is on go all the time. I thought I like to do nothing. So I thought my brain liked to do nothing, too. I don't think that's the case anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you a great phrase that I learned that really helped me. And this is like kind of like when you're tip when you're dipping your little baby toe into the water of like forgiving people in your life who are fucked up and treated you badly, but you start to see their damage and you start to see like, Oh, they don't love themselves. Oh, they can't, they're actually not capable of being kind all this shit. Right. So this is what you say. Like, okay, let's say you got a Karen in your life, right? Okay, Karen, come on. Okay, now this doesn't work if your Karen is like calling the fucking police, you know, because you're a black her person. Own dog. You know, yes. I, yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't work. This works with people in your personal life who are mean to you, who, who you have re- recognized that they cannot be another way, and you just in your mind when they're being shitty and they're just screaming vitriol at you, you just go, "Poor Karen," in your mind. <laughs> Well, oh, poor, you just, poor such Karen. pity and sympathy. <laughs> oh, I just and then, did it. Oh, poor Karen. It's just a fucking, it's a karate block, you know? Yes. Well, I, similar, similar. I've started doing this thing because out here in LA, when I walk my dog around, just the block, and there's the, the houseless population is, I feel my heart breaks, right? And the only thing I can do, because I can't, I cannot give all of my money away. That's just not possible. So the only thing I can do as I go, you know, I ask for the most benevolent outcome for you. Like, whatever that is. Just put it out there. I got to put yes. it out there. And it's, and, and I, I, it, it doesn't help me <laughs> because, I mean, there's nothing I could do about it. And it doesn't really help them. It just helps the situation in the moment because I cannot sit here with this energy of like, ah, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I mean, look, at the very least, like, you see how people in L.A. approach people who are homeless it is a ooh gross disgusting energy yes. it is a like thank god that's not me you know just if if you don't have if you don't have the money to like physically like to actually help these help these people like god damn the least you can do is like not give them that energy that's, you know <laughs> that's the least you could do and it's actually, the least it's free and it's kind and like that's where i'm trying to be you know, That's compassionate. It. I live right in Hollywood and someone there's now tents. There's tents on my street. And like that doesn't bother me because like whatever, I can walk around stuff. That's not a problem. But like the part that hurts is the world is falling down and these are our brothers and sisters. And like the oh, how we got to find a way to lift them up. That's all I'm saying. And the only way I can no, lift I- people up is smile at them and wish them well. That's it. If you if you can't if, if look, if you don't have the money, and by the way, even if you do have the money, at the end of the day, like you need leadership in the city. We need Garcetti and we need we need um Gavin Newsom to step their fucking pussies up in a much harder way because yes. they ain't doing enough. I will say that they are doing this thing there because the uh, hotel because, thing? Yes. And because of pand- the pandemic, there's an app that they're using called Get Help and it's putting um houseless people 
in shelters, like all the new pop-up shelters. So they are trying to like use technology to help things and they can do better. Okay, but. here's the thing. Okay, so I used to volunteer at a, um, a mission downtown and um, I would do like food service once a week. And one of the things that the outreach um, coordinator told me was like, not every homeless person once can be in a home. And here's right. why. If you've been on the street for a long time. So this person in Oakley. Oh, sorry. Oakland. Not Oakley. The sunglasses. <laughs> this sunglasses company. You won't believe it. Um, they built this thing that's like a mobile sanitary tent. Right. That, um, that will fit in the, the shelters so they can sleep outside. They can sleep in their tent, but they have access to showers and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. you know, that kind of changed my mind about like, oh, you like, yes, you should put people who can mentally handle being inside of an enclosed building. You should do that. But like not everybody, people have adjusted their whole life to being yeah. on the street. And so you have to take that into consideration. I actually didn't. And this just made look like brightened that up for me. Okay, that's great. It actually goes with your next card, too, because your, oh, next I can't card, wait. your next card is the best outcome is connection when it comes to thinking and communication. It's the three of spades. So that's fucking wild. And I'm thank you for being connected here because I really wouldn't have thought about that, to be honest. Well, but that's the thing. It's like, OK, when you're talking about connection, it's like, look, I'm an Aries. I like to fucking talk. I like to tell you what I know. I like to be smart and all this stuff. But part of that, I have a very crazy bottomless pit of needing to know stuff. And it's not even. Yes. I wouldn't like I wouldn't even equate it with like a masculine thing of like, I got to be the smartest person in the room. I just want to be able to like give other people that information. Right. But I think, but I also like to talk. (laughs) That part. Well, I mean, one, like to talk, and two, it is fun to just collect data. Like. Yeah. I I like to know Isn't it more interesting? (laughs) It is. Clementine's over here yelling at us. Girl, we got to take a real quick break because I got some more cards for you. But it's the great Blake. Blake, it's the great Blake. Collect some data. See you in a second. That was a very quick break. I do love hearing myself. Okay, look, let's <laughs> move on to this next card because I don't know what you believe specifically. We've touched on some things. But this card for me is about the law of attraction. So the stuff you've done now, the desires and hopes and everything you've put out there has called out into the universe. And this is what's coming at you. This, you have the five of Dalmos. The five of diamonds. Now, that means nothing to Is that people. this? <laughs> I mean, it can be. It honestly can be. Because. I think money's so fucking evil, but, you know. It is. You need it. It's also not real, but that's a whole other. <laughs> oh, please. Vicky, I got a book for you. I'm listening. If that's what, if you're going to go down this I road, go down I got a book road. for you. You're going <laughs> to eat up. Okay, Giannis Varoufakis, who was the finance minister for Greece. He's also he's a professor at University of Texas. I don't understand it, but he wrote this book called Explaining the Economy to My Daughter. It's so Marxist. He's basically like, rich people make up money. Yes. And then when poor people get pissed about it, then they fucking give more to the poor people and then they wait until they complain again and then they, it's all yes. fucking fake. I'm just saying it's not real and now it's super not real because we have it all in digital nothing. 
It's, it's nothing. Anyway, we can. That's a whole. That's a rabbit hole. I can. I'll do this. I'll do this economy <laughs> podcast with you. <laughs> Let's do it because, because seriously, like you look it up. There, there was this whole documentary because I like to um, at night. This is probably why my brain doesn't turn off. I watch these documentaries about how money used to be based on gold. The value of the dollar was based on gold. Nobody has the gold anymore. All that gold is gone. So what is it based on? It's based on our lives. <laughs> also, and gold is a thing that we just put value on. Right. And then if we're going to go... That's not even a thing. Shit. We got to get back to this stuff. But I, this, because I could go down this whole rabbit hole. Apparently, we only like gold because it comes from... That's what the aliens were mining in the first place. But that's a whole... Like in the Africa... Girl, I can do it. Because I can cite and- some sources. <laughs> <laughs> but it's wild because you look at like why do we value gold well it has like superconductive properties and all of this stuff but like really what does it do why do we care about gold that's you know what do your homework everybody at home go ahead look it up because it'll take you down some wild rabbit holes i don't have time for because that. it could be quartz it could be anything else like right. name a fucking rock it could be that liquid mercury does some oh, great things so does activated charcoal <laughs> What were you saying? I cannot. Our money system is based on activated charcoal. <laughs> By the way, I cannot wait to lose three hours of my life looking up this gold stuff. I cannot <laughs> wait. Yes, and it's intrinsic. Intrins. What's the word? Intrinsically tied with the Anunnaki and all of this stuff, girl. I'm tra- Do you hear that now? Am I making this yeah. up, girl? I try to tell you they over no. here. There's a pipe. This building is old as fuck, so the pipe is finna burst. So if I die, it's gonna be on this recording. <laughs> We'll have video evidence, though, so we'll be able to avenge your, your murder. Yes! Okay. But back to you. It, yes, it could actually have to do with money. It really could, because the five um, is the disturbance, and the diamonds is practicalities of material world. And I'm finding that that often has to do with the work life and home life, because that's your day-to-day stuff. So the disturbance is there will be an opportunity for transformation if you're looking for it in this area. Hmm. But you got okay. You got to look for I'm it. Though. Open my eyes up. <laughs> now, I'm, by the way, that that I know we're not supposed to talk about my intention, but that was directly related to my intention. Oh, I love that girl. I love it. But you can't tell me. But I mean, like, wait a second, because I'm. I, well, I I'll tell you what my intention was, and it's it has been something I've been thinking about a long time because when I first moved my dad out to Santa Fe, I was like, oh, life is a lot better out here, mm. and it's very progressive, and it's like. People are doing weird shit out here, and I really love it. And um, I was like, maybe I don't want to be in. Maybe I don't want to be in the entertainment business anymore. Maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe that doesn't actually feel good. Yeah. But then, so what's the other thing? I don't know. Girl, you got to make money. I, well, I, look, this is why um, I started doing these, uh, reading these cards for people online, because for me, it was like a fun way to do a meet and greet and not have to do cameos because those weird me out. <laughs> those Ditto. weird me out. So I was, I decided that like, I need to take a break from trying to perform online because that was really weird, really weird for me. And I just, I missed the whole um, actually connecting with people. You know? Yes. Like, we're doing this right now, and I feel like we're having a genuine connection, whether you believe it or not. I feel that. So. <laughs> but you know how much better it would be if we were in the same room together. Yeah, I know. I might I might hit you a couple times because I'm like a verbal a verbal <laughs> talker. I'm very that. Or slap a table. That's- I know how you East Coasters are. <laughs> yes! 
But, you know, this, I mean, this is as close as I can get to it right now. So, I've been thinking, like, what am I going to do? I got I to gotta switch it up because entertainment is a lot. It's a lot. And it might not go back to anything we knew anytime soon. But especially for someone like you who's already giving so much, like, emotional, your, like, emotional core and this energy and this stuff back to other people all the time, you know? And now you're inter- and you're adding an entertainment factor on top of that. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff you're giving out. You know, I never thought about it like that. <laughs> so, That's the negative spin. The positive spin is you're giving people so much, so much of your right. your energy and joy and stuff. But, but that's also why this time you know. has been really great for me because I can, I have sat down and gone. You know what? I do love myself. I'm drinking. I'm over here drinking lemon water instead of vodka. Do you know that that's a big change? <laughs> that's fantastic. You know, Vicky, I stopped drinking in um, January on purpose. Hundred percent. Because mm-hmm, I was getting really, really drunk. I mean, look, like we all have a skill bad. set. Some people are good at getting fucked up. That's okay. <laughs> I could drink a whole bottle of wine and not even know it. You know what wine? <laughs> yeah, Just, what wine? Girl. I didn't drink that bottle. As I'm opening another one. Uh huh. It was delicious. Okay. <laughs> we gonna we gonna talk about. Well, okay. I'll I'm gonna give you a conspiracy theory to like put on that hat, and then we can move yes. on. But. There's this woman, um, Holly Whitaker, who wrote this book called Quit Like a Woman. And she, her whole theory is that alcohol is a tool of the patriarchy. It's a tool of control. Hey. And uh, I'm not. I mean, look, let me tell you something. I've got buckets of weed. I'm not mad at the weed. I'm not mad at weed. Weed's lovely. (laughs) It's, it's It's interesting to look at her. She breaks down AA. She breaks down all these structures around um, alcohol and it was really eye-opening i mean honestly there's so much of that like you could go back to prohibition if you look at prohibition and what they did with it you can see that they did the same thing with weed later and i'm just saying you're not not right I am pro-weed, anti-alcohol now. That's my stance. That's my official stance. I'm not really anti-anything because I feel like you got to do what you got to do. But for me, I'm taking a break. I'm not anti. I'm just taking a break because, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do right now because I don't know what you're going through. (laughs) And the the world seems to be over. Whatever you need to do to get through this. That part. Just don't destroy yourself. Just try not to do too much heroin. (laughs) Just do enough to get by. I'm saving heroin for when I'm 95. So. Hey, I got the same theory. I'm going to start doing acid like crazy when I'm in my, my when I'm elderly. You know, why not? Don't you want to be checked out? Come on. My grandmother got dementia. Um, I think she did that shit on purpose. So I plan <laughs> on, I'm, I'm going to go have some fun too. Speaking of things that we can Good. decide to do, this card okay. over here for you, when you come up to what I call contrast in life or dynamic tension (laughs) you know this is like your superpower it's the seven of spades the seven of spades this is wild your superpower is actually kind of similar to what you just explained like you just want to know more you just want to like it's that it's the seven means a mystery and the spades is thinking and communication so it's actually the opportunity to like expand how you communicate and how you think and to actually ask questions instead of coming up against the resistance, go, what is all of this? 
why is all like ask all the questions before you react. That is your superpower. And that might actually help you before popping off. <laughs> Anything. I was just re- so, so someone posted some Eckhart Tolle quote that was basically like before you respond, mm. just sit in it for a second. I mean, obviously he didn't say it like that, yeah. but that's my interpretation of what that's it is like. The take sit away. in it. <laughs> yes. Take your panties off, sit in it. See how you feel, then react. Yes! Well, I mean, I feel like that's another thing that I've been learning during this time is, like, I actually don't have to give anyone an answer on their time. Period. You don't have to respond? No, I had a friend who I'm actually living in his apartment, and he wanted, he wanted to come by last week. And I'm like, girl, we still in quarantine. You can't just willy-nilly drop by. That's not going to happen. No. And, like, when I say he's a friend, this is, like, my brother kind of friend, like, 10-year kind of friend. And I, But still. And I went, nah, you can't just drop on by. Like, I like my life. And But he asked me on the phone, kind of saying, like, so I'll be over and da-da-da-da-da, pick up my mail. And I went, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I, I couldn't because I didn't want anything I said to, like, you know, instigate or, or poke or be reactionary. So I went, mm-mm, I, gotta, I have to, I'm, I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> I love, I'm going to have to call you back. Yeah, well, and I mean, you don't need a reason anymore. You don't need a reason to call people back. No. Just, I'm going to have to call you back. I did learn this a long time ago. I learned not to lie about stuff like that because I have a habit of exaggerating, first of all. I mean, look at me. I'm ridiculous, but, like... When it, when it would come to calling out of work, because I don't like work, but I would call out all the time, and I would just be like, I'm not going to make it in today. Well, why? That's not really your concern. Your concern is that I can't make it to the job that you employ me for. So, I won't be there. <laughs> None of your business. Right. I, I mean, it could have just been I wanted to sit on the couch and eat Doritos and cream cheese. That's not your business. <laughs> That's that not your business. so good. It is. Actually, last night I made a... um. A cheese sauce. Now, I don't eat the meats, and I'm trying to wean myself off of cheese, but make a sauce like I did last night, bitch. Oh, my God. I made a white cheddar ass sauce. Ugh. I didn't have to do that. You can pry cheese out of my cold, dead hands. Well, you know what? I'll just give you more. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to love you and give you cheese. (laughs) Okay, wait. I have to, because I did mention love. So, your next card is actually... People are going to come to you. One of the things that might be um, part of the ten- dynamic tension in life for you, in depending on the situation that you were thinking of, is the Ace of Hearts. And the Ace is beginnings, and the Hearts is your emotional awareness, your feelings, your relationships with people. Now, because of where it is, it might actually be people think that they're giving you, like, this new beginning and a fresh start in this area, but you might need to ask why. And then take the opportunity and look for the correct opportunity because I feel like it's all well-intentioned, but I don't know, not but, it's all well-intentioned and I'm not sure that they necessarily know what's best for you because you don't even know what's best for you in this situation. So this is why we have to ask the questions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like this. You know? Well, it's funny because... My mom wasn't talking to me for a while because of my book, which I didn't really say. I understand her. Look, I'm a very honest person. I talk about things that are true and honest to me. And I think that's just not everybody's vibe. You know, not everybody's out to to put their dirty laundry outside and to be like, hey, look at all this shit that happened. Right. 
So there was a little bit of that I, that I did um, that I think made her uncomfortable with people knowing. And so I get it. But she was straight up not talking to me. <laughs> and so we're... Sorry, I don't mean to laugh. It's just, you know how many times? It was I put my mom insane. on time out so many times. <laughs> you have? For what? A- a- anything from not knowing how to talk about something to like, she says the wrong thing. Look, mom, I'm trying to talk about the real shit. And she just, it just goes over her head. And I'm like, if we can't talk they about it. They can't do it. They can't do it. And so I said, if you don't get into therapy, I'm not, I said, just get a counselor, something. Talk to somebody outside of yourself and your stephusband that you told me that you married over an email. I need you to like, Talk to people, okay? <laughs> Do you know how my mom told me that she was dating my stepdad? Please tell me. I was buying my first car. I was buying a used Toyota. It was a two-door Toyota Camry. Okay. And I was like, I think I need help. I was like 19 or 20. Yes. So she's like, oh, I know someone who can help. And then this guy shows up and I'm like, who the fuck are you? And it was my stepdad and he, I was a dick to him. Cause I was like, wh- I was like, this is an ambush. <laughs> that uh, girl. It's a stressful situation. And this guy's a stranger. And now you're telling me he's dating, you're dating him all in one afternoon. My face cracked, bitch. My face cracked. What? Nah, see that right there. I love this guy. He's fantastic, but it's like. Yeah, same. Come on. My stepdad is really, really great. Like I, I actually don't <laughs> have any problem with him at the moment. Or just in general, because he's a really cool dude. With me, with me, I don't know what his relationship with other people. So the problem is not that. The problem is my mom told me over an email. (laughs) I don't even know that she was uh, putting her pussy in the wind like that. Damn it. (laughs) And here she is. Wait, she told you she was getting married to this guy over an email? Yeah, like... I was, I was, where was I? I was on tour in London. I could almost see the hotel we were at. It was very, like, English countryside, like, country club. It was very strange. But, like, anyway, it was cottagey, but not, I, fuck it. The point is, I was sitting. Wood paneling? <laughs> yes, wood paneling. Like, nice mahogany wood, <laughs> yes. wood paneling, not American wood right. paneling. Um, I was sitting in, on these steps or in a chair in the lobby, and the Willem and Detox these two other hoes, they were sitting, they were at the counter checking in. We were checking in to, to the fucking hotel. And I'm like looking at my email like, what? And I told them and I was like, this is this is wild. My mom told me I'm not even in the same country, which I think is why she thought an email would be best. <laughs> because I could get it on my time. And then I wasn't even invited to a wedding. I was invited to the party in her backyard, maybe after if I was home and wanted to come. Girl. I do love my mother, though. Hold on. These people can't see it, but hold on. She just sent me the other day. Girl, I can talk about anything. Damn it. She just sent me. This is this is shocking. (laughs) Come if you want. Yes, it was very. If you're in town, I don't care. I don't know where you'll be. Come if you want. Uh, Um, Okay. She sent me the other day pictures that she went through and found because it was my my dead grandmother's birthday. And I'm going to show you the people at home. You'll see it eventually. So first of all. Can you look at how cute I am? That I is so am the adorable. cutest little nugget. Am I? Are you kissing her on the lips? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, look at that. Uh, look at that couch. <laughs> look at that couch. Um, that couch would be. If you try to sell that couch in LA right now, you get ten thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> so she also. But the reason my mom was asking me questions is because this one over here is clearly from like a prom or something. <laughs> I know. I look really great. 
And you see my grandmother I, in her shades. She's doing so great. I'm going to put this on the, on the. Wait, are you out at that point? This is what my mom was talking about. Um, So I'm going to put these on the, the podcast on Instagram thing so people can see it. But I wasn't necessarily out, but I wasn't necessarily in. Like, I never really came out, to be honest. I don't think I had like a or like, I need to tell you something. No, there was never one of those. And my mom was asking me like what was going through my head. She was like, what were you thinking then? Was that like a date? Like these were all your friends. What was going on? Were you, you, were you the, you, that you are now then? And I went, mom, you, you were there. (laughs) I'm, I'm the same person. I was like, I'm the same person. And I just wanted to party. And she was like, really? Yeah. So there wasn't like a date? No, mom. No, I wasn't trying to get it with my friends. <laughs> At all. That's almost harder for people to like wrap their minds around. It's like, you weren't straight or gay. You were just existing. It's like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really know what any of it was. I was just like, party. <laughs> I love that. That's so free, though, in a way. I know, but this is also why I'm an absolute lunatic now is because I didn't care then. (laughs) I I didn't care then. I mean, I did. It actually, it put me in a mental hospital because I didn't understand what was going on and everybody around me was telling me, you know, like, this is how you're supposed to be. This is this is this. And then you're not good enough for anything. And then I attempted to off myself and ended up in a mental ward on suicide watch for days. Yeah. My God, who could, I mean, honestly, can you imagine, I mean, I look, there's shit I can't handle as an adult who's been through therapy. Right. I can't imagine being a kid dealing with that kind of shit and nobody's got your back. I mean, but looking, I'm so, I'm sorry you went through that, but it's like, oh my God, of course, like (laughs) to be in that situation and to be like, oh, so nobody fucking gets me. No, I didn't get me. And and. This is why I'm, I'm trying to tell my mom now, like, I don't need you to apologize for anything because you did your best, which is what we were kind of talking in the beginning of our conversation. We cannot get mad at our parents. Like, we can. We can get mad at them. But let's be honest. They could only do what they knew. And we're just finding out now as a culture, as a community, as a people's ways to express things and more specific ways to define things and to break down identity in ways that has never been done before. So no, none of this was available to me then. <laughs> We're going to look back at this time and see what a crazy intellectual awakening this has been. Yes, I fully believe this. I I mean, my mom told me when I started my period, I couldn't use tampons because it would make me a slut. See? Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That was, the, that was like 1994. I'm not going to lie. When I was a teenager, I wanted to know what tampons were for and I put one in my butt. <laughs> So you know what? I think that makes you a good ally. I did. I wanted to know what it felt like, so I put it in my butt. <laughs> if every man would put a tampon in their butt, they would fucking get it. I'm just saying. Everybody, try a tampon in your butt, but be careful because it does. It's a little rough going in. <laughs> yeah, you better use some. If you, look, if there's not liquid coming out, you better use some. Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna need gonna you to go ahead. Easy to pull out. Yeah. <clears throat> so back. Unless you like sandpaper on the inside. <laughs> it's it's an experience. <laughs> Okay, well, you have two more cards, and I really want to get to them okay. because you, before our time runs out, you have a hope and a fear card. And this one for you is the Four of Diamonds. Now, 
before I explain what the card is, no, let me explain it first. The, the card is stability when it comes to practicalities and material world. Now, this can also have to do with money. And the reason I'm going to use money as an example is because it's perfect for this position of card. When we hope they will have the money, we desire to have all the money that we can to pay the bills on time, to have the desk, to be able to shop, to do boop. We also fear that it'll never come. We fear that it, as soon as it comes, it'll get taken away, that it won't be enough, that, you know, like all of that. So it's the hope is this, and the fear is the exact opposite of that. And for you, it is stability when it comes to practicalities and material world. So it can be a job. It can be a home life situation, which all of that makes sense, like in a broader spectrum for everyone right now during the virus. But I'm sure that this is speaking to a specific thing in your life. Oh, my God. I mean, I grew up very poor. I grew up like below poverty level. And it wasn't until I was in high school and really college that I felt like money I like I started to a little bit chip away at the idea that money money could fix everything and that money could ruin everything. Yes. But I but you you cannot you know, when you grow up like that, you can't. It's so hard to shake because that's that was my like that was my life. My life was watching my parents wondering if we were going to be homeless. Right. And you got and so you always have this. You my dad, my dad and I were talking about it the other day. And he said that he has this reoccurring nightmare that that winter is coming. <laughs> full of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. He's like, winter is winter is coming, and I don't have a job. Yes, and I'm freaking out about how I'm going to feed you guys. Oh my gosh! And it breaks my heart because, like, look, I really truly believe in inherited trauma, and my dad. If my dad has that, that was my. I was soaking that up my whole life. Oh, from them and from the, my surroundings. Oh, my God. You. Uh, OK, I, I'm very aware of inherited trauma and like <laughs> passed down everything. Uh, but it just I'm sorry, I lost. I can't find my words because something just clicked. Something just clicked in my head. My dad, um, fresh off the boat, he's from Morocco, so he's an immigrant. So he was like the hustle bus was very strong in my life. And my roommate was giving me shit the other day because I have like multiple projects going on from my apartment to multiple countries. <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm not spread thin. I'm just, I'm doing the most. I'm really doing the most. Yeah. And I feel you. And I, well, my parents didn't have a relationship with money. I just knew that we always worked. We get money and it goes places and we never waste it. Like that's, that's just kind of what I knew. And now I'm like, oh my God, I have like five jobs right now in quarantine <laughs> because of the hustle bus. And I did not associate the fact that you could also get those kind of things passed down of like, I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have multiple jobs. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. Oh, I would be crazy. I would go nuts. I, <laughs> I I need marijuana. And I'm saying marijuana because I mean that in every form. Right. In order to shut my brain off and allow myself to relax. I, you, look, when you, when you grow up with parents who are just fucking just hustling their asses off. You, that doesn't go away. I guess not. It just doesn't. <laughs> it feels unsafe to slow down. Yes. Yes. Although th there was a time where I quit every job and everything I was doing and didn't work for three months, but that was called depression. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get to enjoy it. I didn't. I mean, I really didn't. I, but it was good. It was really good for me because that's when my best friend at the time, the one who lived here, he um, he said, 
if you don't get in therapy, you have to move out. And I went, okay, therapy. <laughs> and that was the first time I ever took my life in the reins. I took the reins in my own life and was like, let's go. See, don't you think that's the challenge, though, is to, like, be so aware that you're like, oh, okay, I'm about to totally burn myself out. I'm about to totally, I'm taking all my aggression out on people around yes. me. And I need to step, take a step back, take one of my projects off of my fucking list. Yes. <laughs> let me let me tell you something. Okay, so when I when we got into quarantine, I was still working a little bit. Okay, I'm going to sit to this look. I was still working a little bit on certain things that I was working on before the, um, the the Rona came. <laughs> then I decided I was going to start tie-dyeing. I was going to learn how to upholster. And then I just ordered a fucking 1950s book on how to make metal mobiles. <laughs> wait. I don't wait, do you mean a mobile? truly care about any of the... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like over a baby's thing, right. like, like art versions. Right. But like fun, cool ones. And I was like, I guess I don't really actually give a fuck about any of this stuff. But in my mind, it's like, maybe this will be a side career. Maybe I can, right. you know what right. I mean? It's like, I, I need to f- figure out where the joy is and not what the, where the hustle is, you know? <laughs> Very that. Which is why I'm really glad that I haven't put makeup on this face for quite a while. Because I feel like I was not loving it. I really wasn't. Your skin, by the way, is... G-L-O-W-I-N-G. You know, it's a ring light. <laughs> oh, is it not an overhead for fluorescent? That's, that's the key? <laughs> no, ma'am. Okay, listen. <laughs> this is your last card for this little spread. I'm just going to tell okay. you to because it's really great. It's really great. And it's the Ten of Hearts. Let me explain this. The Ten is completion. And the Hearts... Is, you know, your emotional awareness. This to me says, no matter what happens, you're going to make some decisions to close some books, like full books on relationships and open some new ones. Like, that's just how it is. Because, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. They they say that. But it's really like, because it's like a circle of completion. So once it comes all the way around, it goes around again, but it can go around in a new way. If that makes Mm. sense. And because it's your emotional awareness, it's your body, it's your relationships, the part of you that's going out and coming back. So this is the way that you're doing things differently. And it's a decision to do I've been thinking about this so much. What were we really talking about? Because, I mean, we talked about everything, but what was the original question here? Well, oh, well, I guess, okay, specifically with this card. So I've been doing this thing where I've been calling out people I know on Instagram for posting pictures of whatever of them without masks on in public. Oh. At a girl. And I because I'm just like, no, you ain't gonna do like if you're if you're gonna be my pal on in IRL and online, I'm gonna call you out. And I'm not gonna do it in a way that is totally mean, but I'm gonna be like real. Like you gotta protect yourself and others. Right. So please put a mask on in public. Here is snapshot. Here's what the fucking state guidelines are. This is what you need to do. That part. But I'm real. While some of the conversations have gone really badly, and some of them have been really, really good, and reconnecting with people, I have. It's a filter of like, yeah, but who in my life do I really, actually, truly like, and who can I have these conversations with who yes. aren't, who aren't going to blow up? Like, how can who can I have real talk with? Because as we all know, Los Angeles as a city is just filled with people who 
beautiful people who have run away from their hometowns to be among other beautiful people. I just remember what I was going to say in the beginning and I lost my train of thought. I can't wait. Go, go, go. (laughs) This is exciting. In LA, like they say LA is a fake ass town. Yes, sure, it is. But there's a reason why everybody gives those open-ended no's. When, or like a or open-ended yes. It's a maybe. It's like, yeah, we'll get lunch. Girl, y'all not getting lunch. But it's there as an option because in L.A., but much like, unlike any other city, the valet can be the producer on your next gig. You don't know that in L.A. So you really kind of got to keep your options open. So you have to be what I call light and polite. And you don't have to mean that shit, but you do have to do it because it's a survival technique. <laughs> Yes. So it's not that we're fake. Yeah, it is. We're just fucking trying to survive. (laughs) But let me tell you a secret, though. I do think that people, there is a thing about L.A., and this is what I love about it. If you can be real in a way, in a certain way, then you, the fucking, then another level opens up. Like if someone's like, you want to get lunch? And you're like, girl, we we know we're not going to get lunch. Right. Then all of a sudden you're friends. (laughs) Then they... Then they're like, oh, my God, that's, you're totally fucking right. We're never going to get yes. lunch. You know what I mean? Yes. If you could just be like, we don't got time for that. But I love seeing you here. Yes. And you really did. You just stepped up the game and you are 100% correct right there. I know what I'm like, doing. It's, I'm telling. It's exactly what we're saying. Like, don't pop off in a mean way. Just be like, hey, that's just not the way that this is going to work. Exactly. Oh, this has been really great. You know, I'm glad that you took the time to be here with me today. What? I This was a delight. Clementine, what you got to say? I mean, no, you don't got to cut. I like when Clementine comes in here. By the way, I get yelled at because I call you Clementine. <laughs> and it's not my fault. It's just I'm fat. And so everything takes a little longer and it's a little more complicated. <laughs> it, it, people don't realize it takes a lot of effort to be a fat person. Shit. Do you speak French? Um, I did at one point in my life. You did? Yeah. Um, it was it was spoken in. I don't I, I I don't know French. I know I took two years and I can just say, uh, fucking un petit pois. <laughs> yes. Um, Je parle français un petit pois, which isn't even right. <laughs> it's something like that. I speak French a little bit. I tried to speak for. I went to Paris. My husband's Italian, and he took me to Paris because he used to live there. And um, which ain't oh, by the way, it shouldn't be impressive. It's like my husband took me to Chicago. You know what <laughs> yes. I mean? For European, it's just like we're That's just going to another city. That's just where we're going. And I tried to speak French at Le Bon Marché, which is like the big department store there. And I go, I go, je parle, I go, je ne parle pas je ne parle Right. <laughs> I don't I don't speak French very well. Okay, basically stumble through it, and then I go je parle je parle anglais, and she goes no, and walked away she from said, me. No, <laughs> I was just like okay, bitch. All right, fuck you. You want my money? That's fine. I mean, I do okay. know how to say like some phrases still, and like if I get drunk enough around family, then I can like have a full. Can you understand it? Yeah, well, most of the time, if, but then it depends yeah. on who is speaking, because if they're. Language is weird. Like, there's code switching is a real thing, and it happens in all languages. So, like, if someone is speaking French and they assume that you know what they're talking about, they speak one way. But if they know that you need help, they will speak a whole other deliberate way, which you can completely understand. It's, it's, I think the French are so fucked up. Well, you know. <laughs> Careful, I got family Not more over than there. America. <laughs> yeah. Careful. They don't, you, Not more than America. No. Okay. Listen, we're doing great. <laughs> and okay. we are doing great on time. I can't wait to get French hate mail. So, you know, listen, you can just tell them. This is what I, I do remember this. Hold on. What is it? 
Oh, shit. Now I can't remember shit. Um, but if I was just going to tell you that that's enough. Nepazisi. <laughs> Not here. Not here. Nepazisi. I love it. It almost sounds Cajun when you oh, say it. Oh, that's enough. Sasufia. Ooh. That's enough. That's enough, bitch. Sasufia. <laughs> I just. It's so good when you say your. No one can see this, but your face changed. My face changed, You, you are another. You, you're another person. Oh, I used to think that because my dad spoke like four languages, and I swear that he had different personalities for each one. I, as a kid, they were not the same person, and I really feel like this is real. Anyway. Speaking of real stuff, let's get to it. Give me a number, and I'll go down. I'll count down, and that'll be the card that I'm, I'm going to pull. Shit, I should tell you what's going on. I just got so excited to be with you. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm going to pull three cards, and it's going to be my past, present, and future card. So go ahead and tell me where to go. Like, you can tell me to go down, go up, pick around the middle, each card. Okay, go up. How many? Uh, se- Seven. One, two, three, four, Five, six, seven. Okay, that's one card. Now, which way do I go? Okay. Okay, cut it in the middle and then go up five. Like this way up? Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. Two, three, four, five. But this is fun. I love games. Now take the top card. Oh, shit. She said, just take the top card. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait till you see this. Okay, so in my past, you drew the card. Of the Jack of Clubs. I don't remember the face cards ever. Jack of Clubs. <laughs> oh, bitch. This a read. This a read. Shit. Hold on. <laughs> bitch, hold on. Unreliable. Catch your breath. <laughs> yeah, I got to center, center myself. Unreliable, hot-headed, risk-taker. Athletic. I mean, I'm not athletic, but I was a dancer once. <laughs> That counts. Um, also, this is a read as hell. I was just talking to my roommate about, like, what a mess I used to be. Like, I was hot-headed as fuck to the point of, like, I would cuss somebody out if they told me not to have my feelings. I would be like, fuck you, I'm going to bury you, too. <laughs> so, the card is not wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to be a new person. And this is your past. This is my past. Bitch, get this. My present card. This is like the most accurate one of these that's ever happened, like to the T. And I'm my mind, my mind is already blown. Like I'm kind of having a migraine as I speak, but that's a whole separate issue. But look, you put the seven of spades, girl. I can't even deal with this. Do you know what's going on in my life? I'm questioning everything. The seven is a mystery, and basically, and because I did look to see if it was turned over upside down, basically, there's an opportunity for me to have an adventure when it comes to my. Thinking, thinking and communication. Oh. But that's exactly how I feel about this Miss Rona. That's how I feel like she's been putting me together. This is exciting. No, no, no. What's really exciting is this next card, which is when I turned it over, I lost my shit a little bit. So my future card, girl, this is the Ace of Hearts. First of all, I love the hearts cards just because I'd be loving the hearts cards because, you know, I'm a cancer. So I try to have a, t- a heart out of shell, but I'm just a big ball of mush and emotions. You're walking heart. Right. <laughs> walking sideways heart. But there's <laughs> the ace of hearts over here. And it's not even like just an opportunity. This is what's happening. This is going to happen for me. And it is a beginning when it comes to my emotional awareness and Bitch, I'm so here for this because this could be a relationship. This could be a relationship with myself. I don't know. I don't care. I just know it's going to be great. 
And you know it's coming. Right. Well, I'm working towards it. So to see it, like, I'm trying to do this in everything I do. So to see it in the cards come back at me, I'm like, shit, there's something going on here. There is something going on here. I feel like you should take a picture of this spread so you can so you can remember it. Well, I already, and and or you, I know you'll remember it, but like it should be your fo- the back of your phone, your phone background. <laughs> I should. Okay, I'm gonna do it after this because the phone is recording this. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're doing great technical technical difficulties. Um. Okay. <laughs> Since we did that, why don't this? Let's take the time now to tell everybody where they can find you on everything and everywhere. I tell people they can Venmo me at the Vicky Vox and Cash App. Put a dollar sign before that. <laughs> Put it all in there. Um, I'm at Giblertron. That's my last name. If I was a robot, G I B B L E R T R O N. It's an old joke that is very untranslatable online. <laughs> but that those are all my handles. And then my book is called Feminasty, The Complicated Woman's Guide to Surviving the Patriarchy Without Drinking Herself to Death. Yes! And it's out on audiobook, paperback, hard... You can still get it on hardback if you like hard books. I do like a hardback cover. I like a hard book. <laughs> like a hard Yeah, you want to put some F... Put your pussy into it. Yeah. Yes. Also, I like a hard a hardcover book because it comes with the flat that you could use as a bookmark. That's really why I get them. <laughs> yes. That's brilliant. That's fucking brilliant. You don't have to bend those pages. Right. And then every Thursday um, that uh, Brian, Safi, and I uh, release Throwing Shade, which is a political podcast where we talk about women's issues and gay issues and try to put a little sugar, a little humor in it so that people can be a little smarter about the way that they are being marginalized. I'm very here for this. And you, you have been a goddamn joy. <laughs> this has been, by the way, this is, this is everything I love. All in <laughs> Just, one fucking circle. And somehow, I don't even know how we get through conversations because we could, I could go any which way. And you know what? We will keep talking because I want to send you links and documentaries on the gold stuff. Oh, I got links for you. Oh, I got, <laughs> I got links, links for links you. For you. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm I'm glad that y'all were listening to this. And if you listen this long, you are a true fan, and I love you. I'm just I'm just gonna tell the people while Clementine finds one for us to read on this here show. You can go and leave us comments on the iTunes podcast platform, and you can tell us what you love. You know, you don't have to tell us what you didn't like because that's rude. But if you didn't like us, I hope you did not like us enough to give us five whole stars for not liking us. <laughs> you see how that works? And if you did like us, go ahead and tell us you liked us. We are on the Instagram at Doing Great Pod. I am the Vicky Vox, and you can find me everywhere. You can even go to my website and, you know, look at a website. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm doing great. I think they fixed my plumbing while this whole time while I was on this show, too. Yes, I think the man left. Whew. That was fast. I mean, they had it. This building is hella old. Where do you live in Hollywood? Um, I'm not going to tell. Clementine, don't put this on the thing, but I am. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so we're, we're neighbors. <laughs> Bitches. Because I live. Oh, yeah. Girl, I'm a, a half a block up. Okay, so you know oh, we live so close. Girl, I can walk to your house. Okay. Yes. I was wondering who lived I over live there. I live in the... <laughs> my dog always takes... The... Yeah, we're going to have to walk around over there. That's exciting. Well, you know, my dog likes to go to... Because he loves how fucking stanky yes, he is. Yes, Biscuit loves to smell everything on... <laughs> okay, let me read one of these reviews real quick. Here we go. Let's pull this up. Oh, or not. Okay. You know what? I'm going to read this one. This is from... I don't know how to say this name, and I don't want to sound racist, but or a mess because I don't know how you make these names. But it's spelled like this: N J N O I. Enjoy. 
No, 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 right. And <clears throat> the reason I'm reading this one is because it's very direct and to the point. She grows on you. Five stars. Delightful and joyful. <laughs> I'm so very here for this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Vicky Fox. And at the end of the day, I really hope that you're doing great. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it, girl. What a fucking delight. <laughs>